today, Rinpoche clearly showed us how our anger at harm doers is not justified. We need to practice patience for them. The fact that we are experiencing their harm is only because we created the karma for it to happen. Let's go. Good, What the ตาตนมองซะตาอยู่ละตนทรมริบะอยู่เจ้าละตนทรมริบะตนละตนทรมริบะซะจิสุนดิกันดัวจิมชิอยู่ละตนทรมริบะตะละพิจิจุสุนจ
Yeah. Yeah. Then, I think I'm sure 
The yo yu chen then da the sumba the dondagare. Okay, um, so uh, I just am um, going to translate two sections now. Um, so B, page 162 at the bottom, B, uh, if we're following along, um, I don't have it in front of me because I don't have my notes but from last week, but this will fall into Jayan Sheba's number six. Uh, um, I think that there were 13 in this section um, where Laman Sankapa says there's four, if I'm not mistaken. And I think that we're currently, uh, this is number six. Well, I know this is number six. And then C will start number seven. Uh, so number six, uh, on analysis for either adventitiousness or inherency, anger is unjustified. Um, the fault of doing harm to others either is or is not of the, uh, in the nature of living beings. If it is in their nature, it is wrong to get angry, just as wrong to get angry at fire for being hot and burning. Similarly, if it is adventitious, it is also wrong to be angry, just as when smoke and the like appear in the sky, it is wrong to be angry at the sky on the account of these flaws of smoke and so forth. Thinking in this way, stop your anger. So here, Lama Tsongkhapa is stating, as it states in the Guide to the Bodhisattva's Way of Life, uh, if, if it is in uh, this being's nature, they, you have two possibilities. It's either this being's nature uh, to do harm, or it is not in their nature uh, to do harm. And if it is in their nature, um, then we would say, compare it to its fire's nature is to burn, so we wouldn't be angry at it for being burning and hot. And if it's not in its nature, um, and it's controlled by some other circumstances, then it would be like us getting angry at the sky for being messed up because there's smoke in it. Um, it's the smoke that's messing up the sky, making the sky not look so clear. Um, so if, if there was a fire burning and smoke filled the sky, and then we were suddenly angry because the sky wasn't as clear, wasn't as beautiful, um, that would be the same as being angry at a being who's in its nature isn't to do harm. Um, so uh, these are the two possibilities and the points being made to show how neither one justifies your anger. Uh, so, uh, and then engaging in the Bodhisattva deeds or guide of the Bodhisattva's way of life states, if doing harm to others is, nature for, is natural for the childish, it is wrong to get angry at them just as it is at fire's burning nature. Still, if the fault is adventitious and the nature of beings is good, my anger is wrong just as is anger at smoke's appearance in the sky. Um, so if a being's nature isn't to harm, then they're corrupted by something, just as the sky is corrupted by smoke when it makes it not as clear. Um, so that's number six, uh, the showing there's no justification. And then number seven gets into those uh, object, object possessor, uh, and then the third category, which I, I can't seem to, I just can't get clear on, um, but it doesn't seem to 
maybe I will as we go forward. Um, I, I only see the two in here, object and object possessor. Um, um, but you'll see as we read. Number uh, C, uh, which is three for Lamanson Kappa, is now seven in Jayan Sheba's um, commentary in uh, the um, difficult points of the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment and the four interwoven commentaries on that. Number three or number seven? On analysis of whether the harm is direct or indirect, anger is unjustified. If you are, if you are angry at the agent of harm that directly inflicts the harm, you will have to be angry at the stick. Uh, so um, this is the object that harms you. Um, and the object possessor is the person hitting. Um, so um, so as w just to go back a little bit, when we first started to translate those three different categories, the first two were anger arisen because of an object, anger arisen from an object possessor. Um, so none of it is justified. And here it's showing the examples of why um, anger is misdirected or shouldn't be directed. On analysis of whether the harm is direct or indirect, anger is unjustified. If you are angry at the agent of harm that directly inflicts the harm, you will have to be angry at the stick, etc., just as you are at the person. If you are angry at the harm doer who indirectly inflicts harm, then just as the person impels the stick and so forth to do the harm, so hostility impels the person. Therefore, get angry at the hostility. Engaging in the Bodhisattva deed says, the stick and so forth directly cause the harm. But if I am angry at the one who throws it, if I am angry at the one who throws it or swings it, I think, uh, then since hostility impels them, it is better to get angry at the hostility. It is better to have anger at the hostility. Um, so if we're looking at uh, breaking down the experience uh, and we're looking at our anger, we're seeing its misdirection. Basically, okay. Then Shunju Lung, that's Sash. Adjumba, no, no, Juba la, no, no, Juba Kongi, no, no, la, ta, no, Maribas, no, 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 Juba in and da, Jun, no, no, Juba Karina, Kaltana, Lona, Rigumaris, Ribane, no, 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 Juba, Nezilla, Tunane, Ubasu, Sula, Gonzajin to Tugulas, no, 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 Juba, 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 and then Jubale Tugujigres, Tugulas, Juna Nova Jevala, Nezilla Tunane, Yubasu Chibi Beba, Yubasu Shuba to what the Kanzagi Fuguaris, Kanzati Kulunan Fugas, then a long contrital Tugujigundus, Chibi Beba, Chibi Beba Jinto, Chibian, Nova Jevala Shedanki, Baby, she's not a tourist. And then Gaza Colon, Juba Jubaina, who do the contradict Marbe, and the control of tourists, control no longer lose. She's not a true good day. Yubalazo, no good day. Get the pamba, la tuna. Then she donkey, baby. Nina, she don't la tree. She's was. What did I show you in the 
number three or seven again. On analysis of whether the harm... The dunba. The dunba. Then shunju long dunba tsar? Tsar. Okay. So seven is finished when we get to the uh, completion of the... Uh, Quote from Guide to the Bodhisattva's Way of Life. Uh, if you are angry at the agent of harm that indirectly inflicts the harm, you will have to be angry at the stick, etc., just as you are at the person. If you are angry at the harm doer who indirectly inflicts harm, then just as the person impels the stick and so forth to do the harm, so hostility impels the person. Therefore, get angry at hostility. En engaging in the Bodhisattva's deeds says, the stick and so forth directly cause the harm, but if I am angry at the one who swings it, then since hostility impels them, it is better to get angry uh, at hostility. Then Rimache, the sheen, the yule. Then the, the sheen shuken, the yulken. Then a sumba? Okay. I was just trying to, I can't seem to, I'm not going to be able to clarify that third um, yet. Okay, so number seven ends at the quote uh, ending. Okay, then they? Again. ในกองทัพเดินจบาชูกันจบาชูนจบาลงมาแล้วนะอันนี้จบาชูกันกองทัพเดินลงมาอยู่ไม่ดูสเทน่าอยู่บาลมุทุน่าอยู่จบาลเ
the KK Chambu Yomari, Yene, the NGK, the Puik, the Sheen, the Rimache, the the Sheen, 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 the Okay, I was just trying to clarify. It's in, it says throwing a stick, and it in the Tibetan. It really. I'm just trying to clarify from my side, learning Tibetan. It, if it says hit the person hitting someone, and it really does. It says hitting the hitter, the person that this hitting the hit the hitter. Uh, so it is referring to hitting, uh, swinging a stick at someone, as opposed to throwing a stick. It's just details, but um, you know I'm obsessed with details. Number eight. If you are angry at the stick, it is also wrong to be angry at the one who throws it. If you are angry at the one who, th- who throws, swings it, it is correct to be angry at the hostility. Not believing this, your mind has gone down a wrong path. Therefore, become certain about the overall sameness of the logic here and direct your mind toward not being angry at the person in the same way that you are angry at the stick. Furthermore, use the reasonings taught earlier that negate the idea that anything has self-control in order to understand that you should not differentiate the stick and the one who who swings the stick by whether they have a harmful intent. There's no commentary. Jesus, 
Okay, so number nine, on analysis of the cause that impels the harm doers, anger is unjustified. Uh, the experience of suffering produced by those who, har who harm does not occur causelessly or from discordant causes, so it occurs from concordant causes, that is to say, from non-virtuous actions you have done in the past. Therefore, harm doers are helplessly impelled to do harm by the power of your karma. Consequently, blame yourself thinking that this is my karma and I am wrong to get angry at others and stop your anger on all occasions. For... Uh, and stop your anger on all occasions. And I think that is where number nine um, ends. It is similar to produce. Okay, so yeah, that is where number nine ends. So what this is saying is that all causes come from, all results come from concordant causes. So for instance, if you have a mango tree, a mango tree produces mangoes. It does not produce peach. A peach tree tree produces peaches. A peach tree will never produce mangoes. A mango tree will not produce peaches. It, because the results have to have concordant causes. A mango comes from a mango tree. A peach comes from a peach tree. Suffering comes from non-virtue. Virtue causes happiness. Happiness comes from virtue. Uh, so we see that um, things arise from concordant things. There is nothing that isn't concordant that arises. Um, and we say that it necessarily uh, can't be causeless because it is caused. We see that it produces a result, so therefore it's a cause, and it f is a functioning thing. Therefore, because it's a functioning thing, it is necessarily a cause. So we negate the idea that it is causeless. We negate the idea of discordance when we're looking at cause and effect in general, because when we look at cause and effect, we see that results have to come from concordant causes. Disconcordant causes don't cause uh, results um, that would require normally concordant causes. Uh, so th that negates that possibility. So then it says, I'm going to reread this now with that because Rinpoche read it twice. He explained it and then reread it after he explained it. The experience of suffering produced by those who harm does not occur causelessly or from discordant causes. So it occurs from concordant causes. That is to say, from non-virtuous actions you have done in the past. So the experiences that we are having are from actions we've done in the past. Experiences of suffering that we have are from non-virtue that we've created in the past. So when someone inflicts harm on us, it is actually because of something that we did in the past, non-virtuously, that makes it possible for that experience to occur. So it's saying that we, we realize that 
this experience is concordant with something that we have done, so our anger, once again, is misguided, it's saying. So um, that is to say from non-virtuous actions you have done in the past. Therefore, harm doers are helplessly impelled to do harm by the power of your karma. So not only is the harm doer under the control of their karma, they're under the control of your karma and couldn't not harm you at that moment because of you. Because of the karma you possess, that being couldn't not harm you. So uh, consequently, blame yourself thinking, this is my fault and I am wrong to get angry at others and stop your anger on all occasions. Uh, because the anger is what creates another occasion for it to occur. Um, so stopping the cycle uh, is stopped by stopping the anger. Uh, so in stopping those concordant thing, th those actions that are concordant with suffering. Deesam. So number 10 uh, is, for example, it, it is similar to the way that beings produce the guardians of hell with their own bad karma. And these guardians then inflict harm on them. Engaging in the Bodhisattva deed says, I at a former time inflicted harm such as this on living beings. Therefore it is fitting that I who hurt others should receive this harm. So previously I did a harm that was concordant with the harm that I'm receiving now. Uh, so that I am the one to blame. Uh, so this is uh, what uh, the guide is, is stating. And again, uh, as a translator's note, this is speaking in pr many, many previous lifetimes. It doesn't mean yesterday I was bad, so today this occurred. This is speaking in, in terms of many, many lifetimes. So the way that the realms are created is based upon virtue and non-virtue. Uh, there are six realms of cyclic existence. So here this mentions the guardians of hell and the hell realm. Uh, the six realms are the three lower realms of hell, hungry, ghost, and animal, and the three higher realms of human, demigod, and god. Uh, Non-virtue and virtue have degrees. Uh, virtue has a small, medium, and great degree, and non-virtue has a small, medium, and great degree. Uh, and these degrees of virtue and non-virtue are concordant with and create the various realms. So the smallest degree of virtue creates a human, a medium degree demigod, and a great degree god. A small degree of non-virtue 
the, I'm sorry, the greatest degree of non-virtue creates a hell realm, a medium degree of non-virtue creates a hungry ghost, and a small degree of non-virtue creates the animal realm. So we see the concordance with degrees as well, degrees and the levels of negative experience um, and levels of positive experience as well. So degrees of virtue and degrees of non-virtue leading to concordant results. Uh, so um, this is the point that is made. Uh, so it's saying, I at a former time inflicted. This former time is referring to previous lifetimes. Um, then Shunju, the Jupatsar? Okay. Okay, so now when we're looking at the guardians of uh, hell, uh, so we have the hot hell guardians and the cold hell guardians, uh, the eight hot hells and the eight uh, cold hells, and we have these guardians. So we have to ask ourselves, these guardians, are what realm are they in, in terms of their experience? Are these guardians of hell uh, gods, demigods, uh, humans, animals, hungry ghosts, or hell beings themselves? Um, are they beings? Uh, so if they're a being, a person, then they are necessarily a being who abides in, in among the realms if they're not enlightened. So what are they? So Rimache just posited that question. Um, what are they? Who are? Where are they? Are these guardians? They're guarding the hells. They're guarding the cold and hot hells. Are they, as a guardian of this realm, are they hell beings? Question. Okay. Okay, so the subject, the kalikali, the kalikalila. So the subject, a hot uh, or cold guardian of the hell realm. Are they hell beings? Are they hell realm? Are they animal? Are they hungry ghosts? Someone answer. Anyone? He's asking a question. What do we think? Hell. Ngewapa. Ngewapa. Then the 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 nyawa nyawa pa yin. Then it got it. Lunch up got it. Nyawa be somar wata. Nyawa be somar yin somar wata. And then what the nyawa nyawa pa yin na kuni somar kandasasendras. So if now uh, if he's a hell being and he's abiding in hell, is he experienced the hell? 
because here it's saying that he's a protector of the hell. It's a guardian, a protector of the hell realm. So is he an experiencer of what the hell realm produces? It's well, the it's next question that comes from. So this is how we need to have further analysis. Uh, this is how doubts arise. And when we think about it further in the context, they're a guardian of hell. Are they in hell? Or are they somehow a god that guards the hell? So this is, um, but if they're in that, that realm, then can we say, the consequence to that is that the realms are suddenly mixing. If, if you can see a god in the hell realm, then there's suddenly mixing of realms. So I think, I think it's a hell being that just experiences a different, yeah. Because in the human realm, we have people who are presidents and people who have living, yeah. It's just levels. He says, well, it's still doubt. I said, you could look at it like a king and someone in Africa, for instance, who has nothing, whereas a few lands over, there's a king who has everything. And that could be in the same realm, so just a different experience. So he said, doubt. So there's a text that also leads to more. He just quoted it quickly, I'm sorry. But a text that leads us to even more suspicion about this. Um, something about the, the long guy. Uh, so there's something that says it's possible there's a hungry ghost. They are hungry ghosts. These guardians are somehow hungry ghosts. Anyway, so it's need further investigation. Two chains. This is what need when we say we need further analysis, that's what that means. Uh, so number 10, it uh, ends with that, where um, Rinpoche just read the part, uh, for example, it's similar to the way that beings produce the guardians of hell with their own bad karma, and these guardians then inflict on harm on them. Engaging in the Bodhisattva deed states, I at a former time inflicted harm such as this on living beings. Therefore, it is fitting that I, who hurt others, uh, should receive this harm. And as a translator's note, you can see how easy it is to get the mind-only school view. By reading this, I'm creating that. These guardians of hell, the mind-only school view is almost reinforced by that. The idea that everything's the mind. So. Mm. 
Okay. Okay, so now um, number 11 uh, begins and also. Uh, and also, uh, uh, 
the childish do not want suffering, yet crave the causes of suffering. So why should I get angry with others when it is my own fault that I am hurt? For example, just like the guardians of hell in the sword-leafed forest, I produce this harm with my own actions. So at whom should I get angry? Uh, so here it's showing that it is a result of our own non-virtue. It's independence upon our previous actions uh, that these environments and the dwellers in the environments that we interact with and experience are created. Um, so, uh, for instance, the, here the, it's giving the example of the Swordleaf Forest, which is a, um, a, an area in the Hell Realms where there are um, beautiful leaves and flowers, and when you go to grab them, they cut your hands off. Um, so that's what uh, is meant by this. It's a forest where all of the greenery and everything uh, that appears to be nice is not um, and is as sharp as razors. And it literally, um, these, these things cut your hands off when you go to grab them, but also as you walk, cut you. Um, so um, that's, it's saying, so all of this experience is because of my own actions. So why would it make any sense for me to get angry at the environment that I, my, I created or get angry at the guardians whose actions I'm making have happened to me? Um, so that's the point that's being made in number 11. And then number 12 begins with those who do harm. Okay, then they? Nejin Okay, so number 12 is just this one stanza that says, Those who do me harm arise impelled by my own karma. If they thereby, if thereby they go to a hell, have I not ruined them? So um, if in dependence upon my own uh, karma, these beings harm me, and then these beings, as a result, have to go to hell. Haven't I in really done the ultimate harm to this person? So it's just showing that more unjustification that, um, in terms of being angry at someone who um, ultimately is paying the ultimate price because of you. Digsa. Shapopa 
So now number 13, which is the final. Uh, also, Shapopa said, um, when you say I am not at fault, it indicates that you, in fact, have not internalized even a bit of the teaching. Uh, so here, um, Rimiche said that this is a Kadampa master, and perhaps referring to Shirawa, um, but it doesn't say Shirawa in the Tibetan. Uh, it says Shapopa. Uh, so, um, but either way, Rimiche said he believes um, it to be a Kadampa master, old Kadampa master. And that completes it, all 13. So Lama Tsongkhapa has four categories, and Jayan Sheba, within those four categories, finds 13 Okay, so ne- the Nipa Gatsirabe. Sum? Okay, so now uh, we went over the object, um, and now we're going to the uh, um, uh, object possessor, I think. The harm doer is the object possessor. Um, so, yeah, I still don't see where three is. That's okay, we'll get to it. Um, so, on analysis of the subject, anger is unjustified. So, I'm going to maybe have to pass, but there's three categories, sound, uh, consciousness, or mind, and person. Uh, so the person is what this particular context is referring to um, this, as the subject uh, in this case, the harm doer. Digsung. Um, I'm missing something, but I just don't know how I would find out. I apologize. Eugene this one. You change the jaw, low, jaw, low, jaw, 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 
And why do we say that the person is an object possessor? Because it's the person in possession of the object. It's uh, the possessor of object, something to this effect. So now, according to the conjure and tanger, we find that categorically these object possessor f- falls under sound. Just we're getting into these varying the way they categorize phenomenon according to the conjure and tanger and and how object and object possessor. Um, and and so forth would be categorized. Um, so that's what Rinpoche is um, expressing right now. I'm not very familiar with that subject, so I'm having trouble connecting it. It's a very small point within this, but it's still important. So it's in the Tibetan on the camera. <laughs> Dunge Jibishirosa Susu 
Nyato Ragirala Tritete Tromajola Bebashatis Ragirala Otisantane and the Kondot Gagurus Bebashate Tata Dungan Tamala Dagi Zuba Menunas Tata Dungan Tamala Zuba Gomunibaina Visentation and you doing a joke to a jet to we get into the subject, so they're calling uh, object possessor subject in this case, um, because I see the Yul Chen here, uh, and this the way they're translating it is is as subject. Um, so object, I think they're using cause. I'm not sure why, um, but in this case they're using for object possessor they're using subject. Um, so, on analysis of the subject, anger is unjustified. If you get angry at a harm doer through an inability to bear suffering, it is contradictory because even as you are failing to bear slight suffering in the present, you are aggressively creating the cause of measureless suffering in the miserable realms. Therefore, induce a sense of embarrassment, thinking, I am very stupid and work to contain your anger. Engaging in the Bodhisattva deed says, If I cannot endure even the slight suffering of the present, then why do I not stop my anger, the cause of suffering in the hells? So my reaction, my negative reaction, is what will create even worse suffering in the future. So when the angry reaction starts, we can say, I'm being stupid because I'm actually creating more of this and worse. Uh, by getting angry. Um, so uh, this is the point that's being made in number one, according to Jamian Sheba. He says there's three points in this. Um, and the first point that's being made is that uh, we're, we're creating the cause for measureless suffering by reacting. So reacting isn't, does not make sense, basically. It's not... Uh, uh, it, it's, uh, it says gelwa here, which is uh, mutually exclusive with what we're trying to have. It's uh, our anger, our acting out in anger is mutually, ex- mutually exclusive with what we really want to have happen. And that's wh- where it says it is contradictory. It's the word for mutual exclusion is here. So if you get angry at a harm doer uh, through an inability to bear suffering, it is mutually exclusive because even as you are failing to bear slight suffering in the present, you are aggressively creating the cause of measureless suffering in the miserable realm. So this idea of not wanting suffering is mutually exclusive with what you're doing. Deeson. Tinto 
Magi lek in Debres, Lingage, Hunsab Legit, the Bosso, what in the Rangodula, then a Chong Hamato Kangayoba to another daughter. Chong Hamayoba, Sinjans Haman Chong Hamayoras, Chong Hamayoba Mazi, Chong Toma Memories, what to so to so calligal, the Barbul, Tandogondua. The Gan and Maji Lengeti, Debbie Yimbe, Hunsab Lengagin Debo. Debbie Kranki chui nyabalan matawa Ranki deba jambi cheto zoba gomba yina wate shuban dai neji neji latindo neba jikendele neba jikendele tinche bi insan dangoresko zoba gomba zoba gomba neba jibalatina zoba gomba yumbarota zoba gonda tena penje borota zoba jeji chuo tambala Ponto Lotto Lomishiban, Kebanjuji, Wotone, Hamija, the Debasaban Juros, Zobagum and Jebutum, Oton Mamusun Dota. What the God of Zobagumata, what the Nazi, the Nobajibal, the Gadin, his honor, Trinit Mesemba Dagi Dijan Shene Shundala Dalan Dagi Zoba Majena Telejemba Jeme Chendawa Chendashi Chetan Jubale Maji Bai Megi Leji Debukan Seba Sheba Juba Doba Taku Tenyko Jela Nuba Tan Tree Dungesher Sabany to Chitapone Chibashi Chisos Watabato Nibatano Niba then a rimbache, the jerap sar, then a nipat sar, the dawa drapa nyam nyamdu. Going to send a umajupa lay your Okay. Okay, so now we have um uh number two. Uh so the suffering generated by harm, this is number two. Uh, the suffering generated by harm is the effect of previous bad karma. By experiencing it, you exhaust this karma. If you bear the suffering, you do not accumulate new sins and you greatly increase your merit. Therefore, you must not consider how uh, harm doers ruin their virtue. 
Therefore, you must not consider how harm doers ruin their virtue, but view them as a kind, as kind in that it is though they are engaging in actions for the sake of clearing away your sins. Uh, so just going back, um, uh, all sentient beings uh, have previous lives, as we do, uh, and those previous lives are beginningless. So those sentient beings have created uh, karma, virtuous and non-virtuous, as we have since beginningless time. So it says, the suffering generated by harm is the effect of previous bad karma. Uh, experiencing it, you exhaust this karma. So our previous non-virtue that we've had as other sentient beings uh, have had uh, have accumulated since beginningless time. Um, will this karma will produce a result? And uh, once it produces a result, then it's exhausted. Uh, so it's saying that by experiencing this non-virtue, you're this suffering, you're exhausting that one karma that you previously created. Um, it says if you bear the suffering, bear here is referring to patience. So if you en engage in the perfection of patience, uh, you do not accumulate new sins and you greatly increase your merit. So by practicing patience, you not only don't accumulate, now you're engaging in a virtuous practice, uh, which not only... Um, disallows you to accumulate, it also, uh, non-virtue, it, it makes you actually create virtue and create merit. Uh, so it counteracts the non-virtue, acts as an opponent, and allows you to create merit. It says you do not accumulate new sins and you greatly increase your merit by bearing the suffering, by having patience with the suffering. It says, therefore, you must not consider how harm, harm doers ruin their virtue, but view them as kind in that it as though they are engaged in actions for the sake of clearing away your sins. So instead of looking at them as, oh, you're destroying your virtue, look at them as kind. Look at them as a teacher, someone who's being very kind because they're allowing us to get rid of these non-virtuous um, non-virtues which will give rise to experiences. And we're experiencing it in such a way that isn't absolutely terrible. Um, so they're actually doing us a favor in a way um, by almost sacrificing themselves. Um, so it's showing their kindness. Um, I, I'd like to, I wish I had time uh, to just look at this one, ruin their virtue. I don't understand that part. Um, I don't know how quickly I could find it. I think I could find it pretty quickly. Um, hold on one second. That's Gurum Ching. I the true way you're then the Kadrin, the Semchen Kadrin Chempo, Gangin Sena, the Natsu Dipa Dagdu, Yene, the Natsu Konsu Sa Gewa da Sano Dangamare, the Kabiare, not true, but Sopo Injike, that's Sopo Chaga. Uh, Nipa. Nipa? 
Okay, and then also number two includes Chandrakirti's quote. Um, Chandrakirti's commentary on the middle way says, You want to say that you are exhausting the effects of non-virtuous karma done in the past. How then can you sow the seeds of further suffering by getting angry and harming others? Uh, so here's just another point. I wasn't able to clarify this um, part, consider how harm doers ruin their virtue. Um, I, I even read the line. I just don't see that part in there. I don't want to say to, uh, that it excludes it, but I just don't see. Then Natsu de Disa du Mesoshing Suna Mambo Pele Gurangi Chu Nyampa De De Rangi Chu Nyampa Dondagare Rangi Chu Nyampa Rangi Chu Nyampa Long Metapo Rangi Deepa Kabazudu ni Okay. Then Chimasas, 
lenen zela zoba shena zoba shena na dongan yona dongan gebe shena ta chaman chese go ma ba so chese go zela zoba gona na zoba shena na disa to mosu jin so no mo pe ngures lesa this help do then eh kurangi chunyama na matawa kurangi chunyama na matawa rangi deba jombe chetos they got madawa kare madawa they con chunyampa kurangi chunyama la matawa they don't agree rangi deba jombe chetos kurangi chunyama rangi deba they sell do then they con korang the ngk con the the gewa nyampa sanlo dangamare chunyama la Matawas. It's not clear in the Tibetan, the part about them don't think about their losing virtue. Doesn't you know what I mean? It's one of those sentences. Okay. So I it, it actually says losing dharma. And when I'm looking at it it says chunyampa instead of um harm doers ruin their virtue it says lose dharma um in the Tibetan or a loss of dharma. Um so what we need to think about is that this person um who is engaging in this is actually being very kind to us because they're allowing us to actually clear away our sins. If we didn't have someone acting like this, we couldn't practice patience. There would be no way for to us to engage in this practice of patience. So they are allowing us to practice patience. So this is the main thing that we uh, should focus on. Therefore, you must not consider how harm doers ruin their virtue. I guess the main focus isn't on what's going to happen to them later. Um, the main focus is on, because uh, um, it says, uh, don't, don't, it says don't focus or don't look at their losing the dharma look at them as being kind um so i guess you're not looking at them as someone who's losing something you're looking at them elevating them not looking at them so who's doing a loss of dharma is doing something bad you're elevating them as someone who's kind um just looking at the tibetan um and rimbache going back and forth with me i think that that's uh, what we can we can we see there this selbudu nge sampa taz lona ke del chutuji se phech to bhira chusanga zoba gona sonoma musasmus tanda hotel hedin sar de ngak de de koran de chunyampa kon ducha sanodangamari kon shera yapo sanodangamari yeah rebe kon ducha sanodangamari kon yapo sanodangamari kon chunyampa la sanomatamba ji de Rangi deba jambi chedo lede shobandai nejela ana watchinga lona batanga shita pento bujo lesa ana nga zoba gona lesa sono mamosa sons lesa watani zondi so we need to not look at them as someone who's losing the dharma like doing something wrong from their side we need to look at them as someone who's doing something kind for us allowing us to practice patience and being kind allowing us to uh, clear away our non-virtuous sins that we have just like they do 
Um, so we don't look at them as someone who's doing something lowly, losing dharma. We look at them as someone who's, uh, we elevate them as someone who is um, doing us good. Selpashasun, two chainers. And then where do we find this? We find this in the Garland of Birth Stories, which is the previous life stories of uh, Lord Buddha. Zuba Okay, so now uh, all of this is still contained within number two, the Garland of Birth Stories. I do not think about this person ruining his virtue, but that he is in... He or she, it's not gender specific, he or she is in, as if uh, they are engaged in actions to clear away my sins. If I am not patient even with this person, how can I be any more unkind? So someone who's been so kind to me to be able to help me clear away my non-virtues, how, how could I um, um, not, how could I be any more unkind and uh, to not look at this person um, as a, uh, helpful? And then in Chandrakirti's commentary on the middle way, or, uh, it says, uh, you want to say that you are exhausting the effects of non-virtuous karma done in the past. How then can you sow the seeds of further suffering by getting angry and harming others? So uh, if patience, so going back uh, to this, if I am not patient even with this person, so patience allows us um, to exhaust these non-virtuous karmas that we've previously accumulated. Patience acts as an opponent towards anger and so forth. Um, so then why would I get angry with a person who's allowing me to practice this thing which is necessary to combat my negativities? Uh, so that's number two. And then number three begins with therefore. Somebody 
So now number three, therefore, just as you tolerate bleeding or burning as a treatment to cure a severe illness, it is appropriate to bear small sufferings for the sake of preventing great suffering. So whenever we have illnesses, the treatments sometimes are quite painful. Uh, operations we have to endure. I was talking about chemotherapy, medicines that make us sick um, and that we have to take in order to cure this illness. But we um, have the patience with that suffering in order to have the, the effect. And that is the point that's being made here, is that we're willing to endure these smaller types of suffering compared to what the illness could ultimately do in order to eradicate the great suffering. Likewise, uh, if we endure these smaller negativities, smaller harms, uh, and practice patience, then we won't have to endure a greater amount of harm in the future. Digsung. Okay, so now uh, we've gone over the 13 categories of object. Um, so there were 13 categories within the object. Uh, and now uh, we've gone over three categories um which are, so I guess those four don't break into 13. Now we've gone into, so the 13 categories that deal with object, um, and then we have three categories that deal with subject or object possessor, and now we get into basis, um, and there are the den gatsi yurube. There are three categories, lamanson kapa ni. So Yaman Shega says there are uh, three categories uh, under the basis. So when we look at what basis is, we're talking about a uh, person, uh, being. If it, is a, uh, if it is a sentient being, it is necessarily a basis. So when we use this word basis, we're speaking of a sentient being, a basis, the basis, a hell being, a, a God being, a, the basis. Okay, 
Okay, okay. Okay, so number one, uh, in among the three, analyzing the causes of harm and where the fault lies, uh, engaging in the Bodhisattva deeds says, um, his sword and my body are both causes of suffering. He obtained the sword, I obtained the body. At which should I be, I be angry? So, in dependence upon this body, suffering can occur. It, this body arose from attachment, my attachment. So, is it the body to blame? Is it, uh, and then it gets into the attachment next, or who, who, who is really to be a blame? Is the sword to be blamed? Is the possessor of the sword to be blamed? So all these questions. Uh, I obtained this body that is to be stabbed, um, and the experience of to be stabbed I created. So then it says, if blinded by craving, I have obtained... Uh, it's something... The way that this should read, and that's what Rinpoche and I were speaking of, is if you have some sort of um, abscess if, of, of some sort, some kind of uh, wound, this wound has happened because of the fact that you have a body. Um, uh, so um, the fact that this you have this wound, um, and it, it says, so painful that it cannot be bare to be touched, with whom should I be angry when it is hurt? Um, so um, this... Um, wound has been caused by having a body. This wound has been caused by some sort of action I previously committed. So then where should my anger be? Should my anger be at the wound? Should my anger be at the wound giver? Should my anger be at the uh, myself? Um, so it begins to ask these questions. If some people out of confusion harm others while others in confusion get angry with them, who is blameless and who is to blame? Uh, so the... Um, it's saying, who is to blame for this interaction? When somebody does something to someone else, who is really to blame for that, ex that experience? It's just putting that question uh, out there because we're seeing that um, everything that was just mentioned. Okay, Digson.
So when we look at um, the different categories within practitioners, we have hearers, we have solitary realizers, and we have the great vehicle practitioners, um, great capacity practitioners, or great scope, great vehicle practitioners. Um, so these are all beings. So a hearer is a person, a solitary realizer is a person, uh, and a great vehicle practitioner uh, is a person. Um, so um, we will get into um, different um, points made about these kinds of beings, and it's, the point is is that they are persons. So it is the hearers and the solitary realizers that wish for a nirvana for their purpose alone, for their own um, sake. Uh, they don't wish for others to become Buddhas. They wish to just achieve liberation for themselves. So if we look at the fact that it states that shravakas, these are hearers, shravaka stands, is a Sanskrit word for hearer, if it states in scripture that it's wrong for them to get angry at others and their purpose is just for themselves alone, then as a great vehicle practitioner, of course it is wrong for me. Then eh? Dane Number two uh, is uh, um, analyzing your commitment. Develop the fortitude of patience, thinking it is wrong for even shravakas who act for their own purpose alone to be impatient and get angry. So of course it is wrong for me. I committed myself to achieving the benefit and happiness of all beings uh, when I generated the spirit of enlightenment. I act for others' welfare and care for all beings. I generated the desire to become a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings. When that, that is what the spirit of enlightenment is referring to. May I become a Buddha for the sake of all sentient beings. When I generated that, it says that I committed myself to achieving uh, the benefit and happiness of all living beings when that happened. I'm supposed to act for others' welfare and care for all beings. Then Nipa Tsar? Okay. Never 
Zuba Mogumba, De Temba Tawa Ne, Shi Sir Drushi Tene Domba Tonga Yinsa. What the Zuba Mogumba Tenjiba, you know, what the Temba Tawa Nishina, what the Domba Tonga Grace, Domba Tonga Yinsa, Domba Tonga Yinsa. Long to the Lamba, you know, Domba Tunjin, the Grace, Tonga Yin. Temba Tawa Ne. Tessie Temba Zawan Shiba Yin Shi Temba Wujala Melas Shi Temba Nazulka Chitan Kayama Rang Domba Shuna no Gunuris Susu Jula Temba Yambares Gambi Yaki Joma Dane Pabe Gamba Dola Gamba Dola Luna Mettone, dovater, nezila, maluba, nezila, maluba, ti, dashi, be, cimeter, roa sons, roa sons, gambi, sene, gambu, katamba, gishin, marbe, gambi, yaki, jomadane, yaki, jomadu, treasu, marbe. Ale, gampo, de yerbe. Gambi, gambi, katamba, gishin, ale, gampopa. Gambi Okay, so uh, now uh, we have number three. Uh, we have Geshe Potawa. And also, the second quote, it says, and also. I, in the Tibetan, it says Gampo, which is Gampopa, who's also uh, um, a, Kadam, a Kadampa master. So we have uh, Potawa and Gampopa. Those are two different masters. So just as a, a note. Uh, so both of these are included in number three. Uh, so both of these, the Potawa said, the Buddha's teaching is to commit no sin. Well, when you fail to cultivate patience with a slight harm, you make the curse. May this eradicate the teaching. Thereby you give up your vow. And this eradicates the teaching. We do not have the teaching as a whole. When we break our vows, we dissipate uh, what we have. Uh, so by uh, by engaging in non-virtue, by um, breaking uh, commitments, it actually harms the Dharma. It brings the teaching down. Um, so uh, by not cultivating uh, patience, by doing what is not concordant with what Buddha taught, it brings the Buddha's teaching down um, in, in terms of in, uh, in its quality um, because the teaching is just qualified by it being held. 
Um, so it's quality in the world is lessened when we do this. And then it says, uh, Gampopa says, when a yak has been saddled up for carrying goods, if the saddle tightens around his tail, he bucks and the saddle beats against his legs. If the saddle is loosened, the straps drop and the yak is happy. Similarly, if you do not relax around a harm doer, the harm doer matches what you do and you steadily become more unhappy. So if someone's causing you harm and if you don't aren't patient with that person and you retaliate, then this makes the cycle all that much more stronger and causes for, uh, makes the arrangements for future suffering concordant with that to occur. Uh, so, so we have this basis that is uh, so incredible. Um, um, and one thing I missed from before is that the way that we uh, accumulate non-virtue is through our body, speech, and mind. So whenever we create any of this non-virtue through our body, speech, and mind, we're actually bringing the teachings down a, a notch, or uh, just bringing the teachings down. Um, <laughs> So it's said, so it said that this human basis that we possess is more important than a wish-granting jewel, uh, because in dependence upon it, we can achieve uh, the complete aims of Buddhahood. Um, and this is uh, this basis that is so wonderful is very easily lost and difficult to obtain. So we know that um, it's very difficult to obtain, obtain this human basis that we have right now because the causes are very difficult to, to um, make. Um, and there are examples which show its rarity. The Bu, Ju, Nepakawa, so the causes are very difficult to obtain because we need to have ethics. We need to have a practice of the six perfections. And there has to be a stainless aspiration for us to become a human. So in order for us to have this basis we currently have, we have to have those factors. So the count, it's difficult because of the numbers. So the most numbers of beings are in the hell realms. Then the next 
is the hungry ghost, then the animal, then the human. So the numbers decrease as the realms get higher and higher, up to the God's realm being the least amount of beings there are in, in all of the realms. So uh, we see that based on the numbers, there are more beings in the lower realms, um, infinite, a, a lot more than there are in the higher realms. Uh, so by number, and then by example. Then it boot. So an, an example is that it says that it's like the example of a, like if there was a yoke floating in the great ocean and every hundred or thousand years, depending on which, a, a blind sea turtle comes up from the bottom. Uh, the chances of that blind sea turtle going through this yoke, it's like a donut. I sometimes hear it as a donut. Uh, a yoke, is, I think, goes on an animal, right? Um, so it's, it has a circular. It, the chances are just as great that this blind sea turtle in the entire ocean comes up and puts his head through this as having a human basis. So that shows the difficulty, that shows the causes are difficult, and uh, the numbers are difficult, and the example of its difficulty. Um, so that will conclude this year's teaching, the Loditsar. The Tsanyi Losar. The tearing the, the Nima, the Tama. Yeah. Last day. Uh, so thank you, everyone, uh, for sharing the last day of the year with us here. Do the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. And thank you again for everyone's patience last week with the little pup. She's doing great. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Ozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara, Tenzin Yatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance.